Hello everybody, welcome back. So I didn't post a video last week because I was down um, ministering in Chile, South America, and what an amazing time we had. It was so evident from the very beginning that God had orchestrated the whole event, just message after message built on each other and the spirit could be felt. Even though I didn't understand much of the language, you just could feel the spirit of God is universal. And what an amazing time we had with our friends down in Chile. But I want to leave you this week with just a point to ponder. Um, the last several weeks, my husband and I have been um, teaching the teenage class on Wednesday nights at our church. and We've had a great time, some very great conversations. We've talked to them about the gifts of the Spirit versus the gift of the Spirit. So explaining to them in, in a way, hopefully, that they understand the difference between the gift of the Holy Ghost, the gift of the Spirit, versus the gifts of the Spirit and what those mean and explaining what those all are and the fruit of the Spirit. And so just diving into some kind of some deep things. And of course, as we've taught this lesson, we've come across Matthew 25. And this kind of just intrigued me and it's just a point to ponder that I want to put, put in your head today. Matthew 25, we read the parable of the talents. And the Bible tells us that a man, the kingdom of heaven is likened to a man that's going into a faraway country and he calls three of his servants together and he gives one five talents, one two talents, and one one talent, according to his several ability, the Bible says. So the, the master already is aware, has um, some spiritual discernment on the giftings and the abilities of his servants. So he trusts each one with a certain amount of talents, talents being a measure of money um, <clears throat> in that time. And so we equate that to many different things in our time, but uh, we've been talking about that as our giftings, perhaps, or our, our things that maybe we're asked to do uh, in our church. And so the one who received the five, he was frugal and he invested and he um, traded and he doubled his talents. And so um, he had 10. And the, the man who had two, he also was frugal and he invested and he doubled and he had four when the, when the master came back. But the one who was given one, he did nothing. He was afraid of his master and he was, quite frankly, he was lazy and he hid it. He didn't lose it. He didn't lose his master's talent. He just didn't use it. And so when the master came back, he praised the two that doubled their talents, but the one that he had given the one to, again, he knew his ability. He took it away and he gave it to the one who had ended up with 10 talents. Now that's the part that intrigued me. The man who was given five talents doubled it and it became 10. The man who was given two talents also doubled it and it became four. So when he took the talent away from the slothful servant, why didn't he give it to the, the one who had four talents? Why didn't he give it to the one who who also, he, he had wisely invested. He, I, I don't know. I don't pretend to know. But here's what struck me. 
in our services. So it's been said and it's kind of a joke, but um, I've seen it to be true. I've been in church for a long time. And if you have, you know it to be true. Uh, church, or you can put it in any, just about any organization that you may be affiliated with. Uh, the saying is that 10% of the people do 90% of the work. Isn't that true? Sometimes 10% of the people do 90% of the work. And so if you sit back and you look at those 10% of the people that are doing everything, they just, <laughs> things need to be done. And, and it's those 10% that are working and striving and doing it all, those other 90% of the people, what are they supposed to be doing? What if some of those 10%, say for instance, myself, I've been the church piano player since I was a child, maybe 10, maybe less, I'm not sure, since I was a very young girl. What if I was never meant to be the, the piano player? Because actually, um, I never took a lesson. My, I had a friend who took piano lessons and she taught me. What if she was supposed to have been the church piano player? And she didn't use her gifting for that reason. So God, she still has the gift and she plays the piano, but now I have had that gift. <clears throat> what if the people who are doing everything aren't supposed to be doing as many things as they are having to do because 90% of the people aren't stepping up. I just want to put that in your head. If you find yourself kind of complacent and you're not sure where your place is, I want you to pray. God, is there something that you are supposed to be doing that could help out the ministry? Is there something that you need to be involved in that could help out someone else? Because if you don't do what God has gifted you to do or called you to do, he will take that away and give it to someone else who will. And then that per person becomes even more busy than they already were. Just want you to think about that today. I pray that you'll be blessed in Jesus' name, his words, my voice.